Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to Episode 47, How Gratitude Heals. I've talked about gratitude on this podcast many times. There are times when we are naturally grateful, like Thanksgiving, for instance. Probably most of us have a tradition of saying what we're grateful for around the table. But mostly gratitude doesn't come naturally. We have to intentionally make gratitude a part of our routine. We added gratitude into the bedtime routine for our kids when our oldest was about five. So they each had to say one thing they were grateful for for each year of life. We called them gratefuls. So if they were five years old, they would give us five gratefuls. Or two years old, they would tell us two gratefuls. At the time, I wasn't really aware of all the benefits of gratitude. I just knew it felt right to have our children focus on the good things from their day. So what does gratitude do for us? I mean, it does so many things. But one thing I want to talk about today is how gratitude heals us. Studies show gratitude heals us physically and emotionally. Gratitude heals our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with others. So right now, I'd like you to close your eyes if you're not driving. (laughs) Think about something you're grateful for. Notice what happens in your body. What are you feeling? What does your head feel like? your chest? What does your stomach feel like? What does gratitude feel like in your body physically? For me, I feel a peace and a calm. When we practice gratitude, we experience fewer aches and pains and generally feel healthier than others. The act of being thankful also improves sleep quality, since focusing on positive thoughts before bed can lead to a more restful night's sleep. Living life through a lens of appreciation can even help reduce people's use of and reliance on drugs and alcohol. So gratitude decreases pain and illness and improves sleep. What could be more healing than that, right? (laughs) Now, let's pay attention to what happens to our thoughts when we are grateful. Go back to closing your eyes again if you are not driving. If you are driving, you can still do this. Just make sure you keep your eyes open, of course. (laughs) You can think of something you're grateful for, maybe the same thing that you thought of a minute ago, or something new. Before we paid attention to what was happening in our bodies physically, now I want you to pay attention to what being grateful does to your thoughts. What kinds of thoughts are you having? Are you thinking about how hard your life is? (laughs) Probably not, right? You're thinking about something good, something you're glad about. And that helps you feel an abundance of positive feelings like gratitude and love being a few of them. For me, when I'm grateful, I think about the good things in my life. That's just what gratitude does for us, right? Gratitude actually rewires our brains. It literally makes you produce happy hormones like dopamine and serotonin. It changes neural pathways. As we've talked about before on this podcast, 80% of what we think is negative. It's just the way the human brain works. Practicing gratitude builds new neural pathways, helping us to think differently, which helps us feel differently, right? Again, wow, this is truly healing, isn't it? This emotional resilience from gratitude helps heal and strengthen our relationships with ourselves and others also. How does gratitude do this? Well, 
practicing thankfulness leads to lower stress levels, lower depression, less anxiety. When we focus on what we have rather than what we lack, it shifts our perspective, making us more resilient against stress and emotional setbacks. It helps us experience more happiness and overall contentment in our lives. When we are grateful, we can center ourselves more easily and focus on the positives. We are so much less likely to berate ourselves for mistakes we've made or focus too much on the hard parts of life. I'm not saying we shouldn't allow ourselves to feel frustrated when life is hard. And life is hard. At least 50% of the time, it's going to be really hard, right? Emmons in his Greater Good article, How Gratitude Can Help You Through Hard Times, says, Life is suffering. No amount of positive thinking exercises will change this truth. So telling people simply to buck up, count their blessings, and remember how much they still have to be grateful for can certainly do much harm. Processing a life experience through a grateful lens does not mean denying negativity. It is not a form of superficial happyology. Instead, it means realizing the power you have to transform an obstacle into an opportunity. It means reframing a loss into a potential gain, recasting negativity into positive channels for gratitude. I love that quote and everything about it. It's so true. In one study, after eight weeks, brain scans of individuals who practiced gratitude had stronger brain structure for social cognition and empathy. This stronger empathy leads to stronger connections, of course. Also, research shows that if we're grateful, we can't resent someone for having something that we don't. So we're taking control of our negative feelings like envy, regret, and resentment. Resentment is tied so closely to the general dissatisfaction with life. Resentment keeps us from connecting with others. So of course, lack of it improves our relationship with others. Gratitude doesn't just make you feel good. It also helps those around you. A study from the University of Georgia found that gratitude plays a significant role in relationship satisfaction. Although the study focuses on marriages, it's easy to see how thankfulness can fortify all relationships, romantic and otherwise. When you express thankfulness, it fosters a sense of mutual respect and understanding, strengthening the bond between you and the people around you. From acquaintances to friends and family, what would happen to your relationships right now if you stopped thinking about the annoying things and started focusing on what you appreciate? How would things change? Gratitude is magical for healing relationships. So how do we allow gratitude to heal us? How do we make gratitude a permanent part of who we are? Number one, write it down. Of course, I'm going to say write it down, right? <laughs> I give out small gratitude journals to some of my coaching and therapy clients. The assignment is to write five specific things they're grateful for, five things that happened that very day. It's one of the easiest and quickest ways for someone to retrain their brain. For example, some of the things that I could say right now are, I'm grateful to be recording a podcast in my own home studio. I'm grateful I have three kids at home who hardly need me anymore. They're so self-sufficient. I'm grateful for the wind in the trees and how the sun filters through the leaves. I'm grateful for books and time to read them and a couch to read them on. <laughs> I'm grateful for the love of God. So I write what I'm grateful for in my journal every day, but there are other ways to do this. You could have a gratitude jar where you write down what you're grateful for on a small piece of paper, and then you can put it in a jar, 
Then you have a tangible representation of what you're grateful for. And on those hard days, the ones where you're like, I don't feel like I'm grateful for anything today, you can read some of them to remind yourself. Number two, make a list in your head. If you don't want to write down what you're grateful for, you can take time every day to be intentional about what you're grateful for by thinking about them in your head. Number three, write a thank you note or letter. Think about someone you're grateful for and tell them about it. My husband recently wrote a thank you letter to his school counselor from high school and reconnected. We even took an eight-hour road trip as a family so we could all meet him. This is such a beautiful example of how gratitude strengthens relationships, right? Number four, call or text someone to tell them what you appreciate about them. This is an opportunity to connect with someone on a deeper level. When someone acknowledges or notices something we've done, it helps us feel closer to them. Also, us being grateful for that person helps us feel more love. Gratitude really is a beautiful connector and healing factor. Okay, so number five, say what you're grateful for out loud. You can either do that in front of a mirror or to someone in your life. Now, saying what you're grateful for into the mirror can feel kind of awkward, but it's really powerful. I challenge you to try it. (laughs) Number six, tell someone in person why you're grateful for them. Number seven, set a timer on your phone or put it in your calendar. Schedule time in your life to think about what you're grateful for. Number eight, take a moment to notice how beautiful your surroundings are. It can be the people, nature, the sky, wild animals, birds, a cozy couch, a reading nook. Number nine, meditate. Gratitude increases when we intend to increase it. So as you go about your week, I challenge you to do something to increase your gratitude. Perhaps one of the things I mentioned here, perhaps something else. When we practice gratitude, everything about our lives is better, physical, emotional, spiritual. Gratitude increases our connection to ourselves and others. Gratitude heals. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.